am fired the hell up right now. I'm definitely listening to Britney Spears the entire ride down after this episode. Um, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Do We Love It podcast. This is your host, Dr. Water with Lemon Recording Live from the Gen A Studios. Uh, that... That was a little bit of a throwback. Not the song... Well, the song, yes, but... To an early days episode... You... Those who know, know. When we talked about... At what point is there too much static in a song... For you to listen to it, or in this case, open the show with it. And it's fully dependent on the song. And... I would say... Britney Spears, 96 to 2001. Any song that's on the radio, there's unlimited static that you can listen to while it's going. So, throwback to that. Uh, all right, what do we got going on today? All right, I'm, I'm driving to friggin' San Diego for a work trip. No big deal. They're putting me up overnight. No big deal. Staying in a hotel, whatever. Um, new hire orientation. Not not too big of a meeting, but um, it's six thirty in the friggin' morning, and we're like bumper to bumper right now. I'm gonna be late. What the hell? So I'm kind of I'm I'm shook right now. I I got up and I was like, all right, getting out the door a little bit later than I want to, but. Still should be fine. Open road. Sun in my face. Britney Spears going. Gonna be driving 58 miles per hour nonstop. Record the podcast. Turn onto the freeway. We're not moving. And oh, so, so I don't know if I should. I, I think I need to write into the state about this. So. They're widening the freeway, which I guess is necessary because we're sitting in traffic at 6.30 in the morning, but it has been a pain in the ass. It's like a $20 billion project. They're widening five miles worth of freeway, and it's not a simple task. At first when I heard about it, I was like, oh, you just, you know, push the roads out a little bit. But every mile or so, there's a bridge that goes over the freeway. So they've had to knock down every bridge, widen the freeway, rebuild these bridges. It's, it's crazy. And the exit and entrance near my house has been basically been closed for two or three years which I, I know it's a first world problem alright I, I hear you let it out now give me shit whatever it's a pain in the ass it's adding like 10 minutes to my commute which you do it enough times it's a lot of freaking minutes so yeah like I said first world problem but I mean we need something to bitch about right what else we talk about um so they finally finished one side of it and it, it whoever the architect for this is a moron like my, 
whoever is the architect must have never driven a car in his friggin' life. Like, it's... So, in order to get on, I'm not making this up. You drive straight, and it's probably like a good... It's probably a quarter mile to a half mile straight away. There's no lights, so you're just drive. You drive. You can drive pretty fast. Like most people are going, driving up this entrance ramp, going 40 miles an hour, which is pretty standard. Like most of the entrances around here, it's kind of a straight shot where it slowly starts to bend and and merge onto the highway. This fucking idiot made it a right angle. So you drive up, and then you have to take a hard right. And I know everybody's probably thinking, you're the slowest driver in the world, you're exaggerating, blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. You are taking a straight-up right-hand turn. The fastest you can go into this thing is at most 25 miles an hour. But to play it safe, you got to go in at 20 miles an hour. So... Everybody's driving in there at 45, smashing their brakes, and then trying to make this turn at 20 miles an hour. And then on top of it, the direction you're going in the morning, you are driving directly into the sun. So nobody can see shit and it's new. So half the people driving up there don't know that some moron designed it wrong. They think they're just driving straight out to the highway. So this lady just kept driving straight. She didn't even make the turn. She couldn't see shit and it makes no sense. So she just drove off the road. And fortunately she was okay, but um, it's like, what are we doing here? We just dropped $20 billion to kill all the residents. What an idiot. So yeah, I've, Dr. K basically told me I can't rip on the government anymore. Guess what? I'm ripping on the friggin' government. Who the, like, what are we doing? Come on. So, I don't know who I even call. I think I call the state. I don't, I can't call the city. It's not the city's fault. Morons up in Sacramento who hire all the other morons. So, now I gotta call Sacramento. Luckily, I have time because I'm sitting in friggin' traffic going to San Diego. All right. Oh, also, I'm an idiot. I forgot sunglasses. Who makes a two-hour drive driving directly into the sun for two hours without sunglasses? This has been a big issue for me lately. I So I try... I try and keep a pair in my car, but then I'll wear them. I'm wearing them in my car. I get out of my car, do my activity, come back in my car, and they're just on. And then I walk into my house with my sunglasses on. And then when I get back in my car, when it's not sunny out, I don't think to bring my sunglasses. And now I'm just eating solar rays off my face right now. Not even getting a tan, I'm just burning. So I need a better system because it's like, oh, idiot, just keep, have a pair of sunglasses in your car. Yeah, I know. I know. I want to. And I that I thought through that. I was like, all right, I just need sunglasses that are always in my car. But that's what I say every time. And every single time, I just wear them in the house. I never think to take them off. 
So, I think maybe I need just eight pairs of sunglasses in the car. And I have eight pairs. I mean, they're all freebies. I love getting... Free sunglasses is the best giveaway. You know when you're at... You're walking around events where they have stands and they give you... Like, some company's giving out their juice boxes, but they're three-ounce bottles and... Another company, like the phone company, is giving out squishy balls. Everybody should just give out sunglasses. If you give out free sunglasses, you're gonna get more advertisement out of me than any other item you can have. It's the best giveaway. Um, I'm gonna wear them for one to 38 months, and just I'm gonna wear them all the time. Actually, it's kind of like a Cox cable. I did a event for them one time 10 years ago, and they gave me this great shirt where it was just said Cox on it, which, thinking back, kind of weird that I wore that all the time. But it uh, it was this great material, and it was just like a, a giveaway shirt. Probably wore it. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I mean, wore it for 10 straight years, probably once every two weeks. 25 wears a week, 250 times. Free impressions. So, point being, give away sunglasses. I'll wear them all the time as long as I don't forget them in the house. Get free advertising. So, anybody out there with a bunch of free sunglasses, send them my way. I already have 10 pairs, so I don't know if I'll wear them right away. But, I'll get to them. I, I, lose, I lose sunglasses. Um... I'm not happy about it. I just do. I do actually have a pair of Shady Rays. Those are my nice shades. But I, in a short period of time, I scratched the lens. And then I, and then I just, the frame just broke. I don't know how I did it, but I did it. Um, I just don't think I'm meant to have nice things. And I'm, I think I'm a little happier without the nice things. But what's nice about Shady Rays is I contacted them and I said, hey, this broke. They were like, we're sending you a free pair. Okay. So I'm going to have another pair. So those ones, those might need to be my fancy boy glasses where I keep them in a case and say I'll only wear them for nice occasions, but I don't go to nice occasions. So I'll just never wear them, but I'll have them. So I got that going for me. Um, what else do we have on the agenda? Oh, my pants are tight. So, I'm going to this work trip thing. Pulled out the suit. Said business casual on the invitation, but, you know, the CEO is going to be there. My boss's boss is going to be there, who I've never met in person. I figured I'd bring the suit. Um, The pants are tight. Real tight. Like, I'm talking... Couldn't even fit a fit a sock in there tight. And I'm, I'm at a loss of what to do. I mean, I'm, ri- I'm wearing them right now. I'm going to ride it out this week. But I've never had to loose, get pants loosened. Um, that's not to say I haven't been a fat bastard and fluctuated weight. I, I definitely have. But for the most part, 
I don't want to say I, have, I wear loose clothing, because I definitely wear, I definitely have clothing that's, I feel like I'm kind of right in the middle for my age. Like, my, my dad thinks my clothes are skin tight, and then if shorts are me, he would think that my clothes are from the 90s and I'm wearing a triple XL. So I think I'm right in the middle. I'm pretty happy where I'm at. Um, meaning, so when I go up and wait, I have, I got, I usually have a little bit room. Um, but not with suit pants. I mean, these are cu custom fit, baby. So these, this is the first time where I have to take a look in the mirror and be like, Am I fat right now or am I fat? And I don't know. I wish I had somebody on here who's loosened up pants before to kind of advise me. Like, what do you... I mean, I guess I'm sure we... Actually, when I was a kid, we definitely loosened up pants, but I don't really count that. Like, that was... That was just, like, growing. That wasn't being a fat bastard. So, yeah, I don't know. I've... Do I maybe challenge myself? Like, hey, if you can't fit in these pants comfortably, if you can't fit a sock in that crotch by by January, you're letting out the pants. Um, I kind of wish I got a second pair of pants. Like, I know people do that. And just never thought to do it. Young and foolish when I bought the suit. And I'm just like, man, I... I wish I had uh, two pairs of suit pants to go with this coat. One hot guy pants and one fat guy pants. That would have been nice. See, but then you now I'm going down a slippery slope because now it's like you let out one pair of pants, you let out all pairs of pants. Throw up the white flag, give up. It's like we need to hold that 34-inch waistline line. We need to hold the line there. Straight up Braveheart out there, not letting not letting the the waist creep over that, that threshold. So, something to chew on. Something not to chew on. Stop. Stop chewing. Um, let's see. What else? Oh, went to the AVP VP beach volleyball tournament this week so the AVP is their is beach volleyball's pro tour they hosted it in Huntington it's a very good time I would recommend looking them up and going to one of their events coming to a sand near you uh, we saw a women's match which is great we saw a men's match which is great felt like the gameplay for the women's match was more enjoyable, it was less power, more technique, longer rallies, kind of similar to watching tennis. Um, the highlight of the men's tournament was it was two guys with mullets versus a guy with a mustache, and I was kind of going back and forth because I like both. Um, but then, this was a wild move, so the women's match was pretty well attended I, I would guess there was I would guess there's like five or six hundred people watching and then 
the men's match, it kind of like built steam and drew in more people. So then the crowd probably went up to 800, 900. And it's, it's a small set of bleachers that they put out. Not tiny, but it was fully packed. The bleachers were fully packed. There was not any more room in there. And then people were crowding around the, the court. And the way it's set up is there's probably 10 courts going on at once, but there's one center court. And so it was the whole thing was surrounded, tons of energy. People were getting fired up. I was yelling. It was, it was awesome. And so, like I said, you're kind of feeling this momentum building since, like, they have the women's match, people start showing up, then they roll out the men's match, more people are coming. In my head, I'm like, dude, we got, like, another three hours of sunlight. Like, keep keep rolling people out. This is great. And all of a sudden, the guy gets on the speaker. After, after the – everyone's pumped. Like, it was a great match at the end. Um, they ended the match where uh, the – team that won they were up a pretty good amount so the guy who was serving just launched his serve to the moon probably put the ball a hundred feet in the air and everybody was just getting fired up because you don't really see that and so everybody's hooting and hollering and then the guy gets on the microphone he's like all right like we're gonna now turn the courts over to the Huntington Beach Rec League what? So the pros leave the court. And then like Jimmy and Susan from Huntington Beach High School start like hitting the ball around. They absolutely suck. And mind you, the tournament's still going on. There's other matches being played on the smaller courts by people who are actual pros that you'd actually want to watch play volleyball. And it just sucked the air out of the room. Everybody left. Nobody wanted to watch to, like, a bunch of people who don't know. Basically be like, hey, let, let's have a 1,000 people watch me play volleyball. It was just poor, poor uh, management. But the two matches we did see were awesome. And happy we went. And if you have an opportunity to see professional volleyball, I couldn't pay me to watch I shouldn't say non-professional because college I would watch but I'm not watching rec volleyball um, but if you have the opportunity to go I would highly recommend it I thought it was a lot of fun and a lot of action beach is fun because it's two on two so it makes things a little bit more interesting in my opinion um, also the girl, there was one girl in the first match where this is the old uh, relativity thing, which is kind of funny because I was sitting with the Natterhorn, who's uh, five, three and a half. Don't forget the half. She was like, oh, man, like volleyball looks like so much fun. I wish I was taller so I could play. And then as the match progressed, she was talking herself into the fact that she could play in that maybe she is tall like she was growing in height as the match was going in her head and so there was one girl playing she was the shortest girl on the court and was hitting lasers 
absolute missiles, taking the opponent's head off. And the Natterhorn was like, man, she's really good. She's not that tall. I mean, how tall do you think she is? I'm probably her height, right? Now, keep in mind, it was the three other people on the court were probably over six feet tall. So the quote-unquote little person was five foot eight, five foot nine. So had to like slowly let her down that the short person had half a foot on her. But um, yeah, besides that, good time overall. Nice seeing some somewhat niche sports live. Oh, actually... I thought of one thing before we go, and I've been stewing on this for a long time. I haven't really had the chance to bring it up. If you fly out of Boston, the JetBlue terminal is pretty cool. So you go through security, and, or I'm sorry, when you're waiting in line for security, they have going across this archway a banner for every single championship that Boston has won which it's pretty pretty wild I mean we're talking going back to I think Red Sox won their first one in 1903 so they have an individual banner for the Red Sox the Bruins the Patriots the Celtics needless to say there's a lot of championships up there recently they started adding lacrosse they also added the MLS. I remember they added the MLS. I was like, mm, that doesn't count. It's it's all about the big four here. What are, what are we doing? So I was out on the MLS, and then they added the Boston Cannons. I didn't even I had I didn't even know what they were. I had to look up who the Boston Cannons were. Apparently, it's it's lacrosse, but. I didn't even know there was a professional lacrosse league. So, got to take that down. So, each time you go there, just, you'll see it. You're like, what are, what are we doing? Um, and it's it's not like we're lacking in banners. There's, I don't know, there's got to be 30 to 40 banners already up there. If we were, I don't know. Seattle Kraken and we didn't have any championships it's like alright maybe we'll throw the Lax guys up there or maybe we'll throw MLS up there but no like every team has been around for 80 years we're, we're good we don't need to to dilute um, so yeah I think that's all we have today yeah tight pants oh, oh. little pre-invitation for the listeners uh, we're having a backyard barbecue December 10th. It's a cornhole party. This is the invitation before the invitation. Uh, That's one thing I was also curious about is that the Natterhorn has been on top of me about sending out the invites. And so at this point, we're a little under four weeks away. When is the appropriate time to send out an invite for a party? So I, this is this is like a tournament. So it's maybe one step above. It's it's definitely more than just you know like let's come over and grill out type thing. But at the same time, I'm not trying to send this out six months in advance with the save the date. That's kind of weird. So 
I guess that's life. I don't know. Do we love receiving party invitations six months in advance if it's not a wedding? No. Anywho, hope everybody has a good week. We'll see if we can get some more Britney Spears here. I'm going, going back.